0: Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of Into the Multi-Voice, Big Daddy Gaming's official news and discussion podcast. I'm Mel and we've got quite the docket of talk that's lined up, but before we get into that, who are all you people? Random strangers.
1: I'm Kevin, I'm I'm the guy who's been writing yesterday's news tonight for for the last, as long as I can remember.
2: I'm Greg, I'm typically an RPG writer, and also, I guess, the interview guy now.
3: I'm James. I smell like a
4: pine cone in a candy store. <laughs> I'm Solo mail. I just uh, kind of joined as a writer.
0: All right. So I figure we'll start with games. We move into news after that. Sound good to everybody? Yep. Fantastic. Good. Yep. All right. And so there is a big new release today. Kevin, you and I have both been playing Pokemon Snap. You got any thoughts?
1: Uh, It is significantly better than I thought it was going to be, because I thought it was just going to be, like, really riding that nostalgia from the N64, but it's so much more than that, and I'm probably 18 hours in and still finding new stuff. So I love it.
0: Yeah, I've been liking it a lot, too. I've been pacing myself deliberately, because I know, given that it's a Pokemon Snap title, it's probably going to be on the shorter end. I've just unlocked the third and fourth paths to go down. But oh, nice. God, is it pretty?
1: It's so yeah. pretty. It's the coolest thing for me is it's weird being inside of a Pokemon game and there's no combat. Like it's just like it's it's me going around what the world would be like when Pokemon are there and it's really cool.
3: Right. So what you're saying yeah. is you support animal abuse.
1: Uh I <laughs> have thrown apples at more than my fair share of Bidoof, so yes, that, yes I, I have.
4: That Squirtle and
2: and just wants to eat and you're chucking
1: things at it. Hey, if it helps, hitting them with apples technically gives you a two-star picture, so I have to hit them with apples. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I really want to
2: play that game. Looking to get it sometime this month.
1: I did for it. Yeah. It's, it's cool to be able to see like, the different scale of Pokemon. You're like, oh, look, a cutie fly is about like, the size of my thumb. But then you're like, a Blastoise could crush me to death.
0: Oh my gosh. And the beautiful... some of the things that like i i know it's all pre-scripted but some of the things that happen are just so funny to me like i turned my view and there was like uh a fly like six inches from my face and like just face. its face filled the entire entire <laughs> camera view
1: if there's a there's an equal balance between times that i said oh that's cute and oh, holy
4: sick yeah, i'm like on vr
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, this this should have been a VR title, and it would have been perfect. I Mm. hope there's an update for Labo later.
0: My camera would move faster if it was in VR, (laughs) (laughs)
4: right? Yeah, make a lot of sense because it's a fixed point of view on rail.
1: Yeah, yeah. It seems like that's just like the total slam dunk. Do you think they'll update
3: it in three years, like they did Super Mario Party with the VR Labo update?
1: If it means I get new areas and VR support, yes.
4: No, I mean, just in three just years Mario. they could have like whole new hardware that has way better support.
1: It's true, but it'd be like them saying, "By the way, Mario Party 10 now has better online." You're like, "Who still plays that?" But either way, I want it. I want it all. <laughs> 10 was
3: better than Super, but I got your point.
0: So I don't
3: know. That's uh, I haven't played a ton of Mario Party. I
5: literally
2: haven't me. played I it I before. I haven't played any Mario Parties after the Bowser thing. I do remember 10,
0: because a buddy of mine had 10, and we thought right. everyone being in the car was the dumbest thing in the world.
1: You are correct. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, what we were saying, Snap is incredible, everybody should play it, sell your blood, do it, do the thing. <laughs> sell Just your blood. get this game. <laughs> yeah. <it's... laughs> if it comes to that, do it.
0: And uh, I'm i actually really impressed. My by... So, I have a roommate, and she, like, the last console she played before I moved in with her was the Wii. Like, she's been out for a while. And, um, so she, like, I've slowly been like, ah, yes, you should try this. Take it. (laughs) And so I got her to play, like, the PlayStation 4 Spider-Man and, like, a bunch of other stuff. And the one problem is that she gets, like, nauseous playing first-person games. Uh... Which... Cuts out so many good things, which kind of yeah, sucks that's a real shame, and we 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 tried fiddling with the settings, and it's just we're having that trouble works. finding something, but Pokemon Snap has actually worked for her
2: oh that because is good. It, c-
0: cause it's in such a short burst, and there's always that fixed image in the center of the screen mm that's nice, so it's been really nice. she's been playing it so much,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good that's been this, our situation like my wife doesn't my wife watches she doesn't play games, mm-hmm. and so all of a sudden she's like. Gave me the controller. And so she's, <laughs> she's kicking my scores, and it sucks. But she's You're having just gonna a just going to have to time. take
2: better photos, man. I don't know what to tell you, Kevin. I've tried.
1: Just take some better photos.
3: <laughs> that's your excuse. It's been a hard week. Wow. I will... <laughs> I
2: will <see> <laughs> like a... Don't make Kevin come through this screen, James. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's, that's my one true fear, is people jumping out of the screen at me. After I say mean things to them.
5: Dude,
4: trick to always use a phone. That way they'll be really tiny when they do.
0: You're not Ooh. wrong. Willy Wonka taught me that.
3: If Willy Wonka taught it, it's something to, take, to keep note of.
0: Yes. Alright. Uh, Greg, you played... uh how's it pronounced? A Tellier
2: Yeah, so I played a Tellier The remake this week, uh, where you play as a girl that was sealed up in a mountain town, for some reason, and Sophie from the first game comes in with a giant bomb and blows open the door to the town, and then you learn alchemy from her, and uh, you decide to go try and take the alchemist exam, so you can live outside of the town, and... Yeah, uh, you literally get outside town, and Sophie abandons you and goes off on her own, leaving you to figure shit out after that. Amazing. Which, I really enjoyed the game. I love games with, like, heavy crafting systems. They're some of my favorite to play, and the crafting system in this is superb. But it's a game that, like, encourages exploration, but you're on a time limit. You have 361 in-game days to actually get to the, where you need to be to take the alchemist exam. So... That really, sounds
0: like... I didn't really get to explore. Yeah, the wild yeah, had I, a time limit, and that sounds awful. <laughs> I, I
2: didn't really get to explore. Like, there's three areas I never got to go into because I was on a time crunch. Because on top of that, you need to find three certified alchemists to get letters of recommendation from and each of their quests takes like 12 15 of your days away to actually finish so i didn't get to really explore the game i felt rushed Uh, i hated it i would have liked the game better if i had if there wasn't a time limit to it um and there's like no real clear marker you're supposed to be going next because it's literally like go explore the world you don't know where you're going great but as a player i kind of want to have an idea of where i need to go and how many days it's supposed to take me to get there uh i think i think when i got to the final town i only had like 40 days left of my time which probably means I could have explored a side area there, but there wasn't any point <laughs> at
1: that point. Yeah, like that's, that's kind of hard to have a huge like exploring world, but be I I got in how fast you can yeah
2: I got to the end of the game. There wasn't really it would have taken me ten in game days to track back to one of the side areas I didn't get a chance to explore, and then I would have only had like maybe five in game days there before I had to head back.
0: See, like, it feels like one of those things that, like, they put in for replay value, like, sometimes you'll we'll get to go to these areas, and sometimes you'll we'll go get to go to this other one. But in a lengthy RPG, I don't think that's what you want to do.
2: Well, I mean, I think my first run of the game was only, like, 20 hours-ish. Something about that. Uh, yeah... Your whole big goal of this game, go beat the Alchemist exam and you can free- your win your life. I failed. I failed,
5: Congratulations. That, I failed yeah. that
2: exam so hard. Uh,
3: really you know, so proud.
2: So I got the bad <laughs> ending. Uh Yeah, for a game I'm supposed to be reviewing, I've only seen the bad ending. So, uh, <laughs> but... I don't know, I, I didn't really, and I didn't feel prepared for the exam, because you didn't know what it was. Which turns into like a three-part thing, uh, a written test kind of thing, multiple choice, and then create an item- Is there an essay question? No, <laughs> no, thankfully not. Uh, But create an item as another portion, and then do as much battle damage as you can. To an enemy as the third portion, and the game does not tell you how many points you need to pass. It doesn't tell you how many like questions are in the multiple choice section uh the synthesis portion it doesn't tell you what you should be making to increase your score. It's like make whatever you want uh turns out quality is a big part of that guys. <laughs> Uh, and I did not make a quality item because I chose a high-level item and I had no good
1: component. To it. Just thinking of, the idea of like, I having to do never... an essay question on Switch. How would that even work?
0: You are able to answer an essay question in Undertale. Oh,
1: that's fair. That is true.
4: <laughs> yeah, and I, I is think there a is a character answer.
0: limit, though. <laughs> but no, I like...
2: I don't know, I feel like I would have enjoyed the game more if I didn't feel rushed through it than feeling like I missed half of the game because I couldn't explore any of the dungeons at length or really level up to fight any of the bosses. That makes sense. It was kind of a bummer. I felt rushed through a game with a very beautiful world and an interesting story because the time limit said so.
5: That kinda sucks.
0: I'm still fully convinced that Atelier games are not made, they just pop fully formed into existence.
1: You know, with the I've amount never seen single Atelier game like advertised. It's kind of like, oh by the way, there's three of them now. Yeah, yet. yeah. Um the Atelier
2: <laughs> games are like a really popular franchise that doesn't get marketed like at all because it doesn't have to now. They don't have to market that they just exist yeah it just pops up and people will buy it people will buy it in mass and it's i i them. can see why they're fun rpgs but i think all of them generally have this time mechanic in them and i don't think that works well for
1: rpgs so well, specifically this one. Specifically need the, to have more time to
2: specifically this one where to. I needed more time to like gather quality ingredients and actually get some talent perks to find better ingredients. Especially this one. It does have a new game plus mode though. And I Are and i been...
3: to fail that one too. Well
2: <laughs> no no no. I'm I'm looking to pass this one. I'm looking to pass this one, James. Uh, Mm, Sure. I I want to pass it this time, and I feel like because I know where I need to go to get the letters and what I need to do there, I'll be better prepared to manage my time better. Plus, I didn't have to waste, like, 20 days at the start of the game crafting combat items because the combat items I had carried over into my new game. Not my components, though, My resources and the recipes I learned, I have to go find again. But my combat items, they carried over.
0: Cool. So you can kick some ass.
2: I was kicking ass in the opening area. I'm one-shotting everything. And I'm like, I feel so powerful. And then I go to the second area and I'm like, I feel weak because this thing bullied me almost to death. (laughs)
3: Classic RPGs think making you think you're a god just to make you think you're a fucking peon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then at the end you kill God.
3: Yes, exactly.
0: With the power of friendship, every uh, time. Apparently, every time. apparently, if I do super w-
2: good on the alchemist exam, I can face off against my in-game rival and Sophie in battles. That's kind of nice. cool. But
3: that's you just not mention an in-game rival.
2: Oh, right, you have an in-game <laughs> rival. That ends, up, that, ends up help, <laughs> that ends up helping you two-thirds of the way through the game. So she so doesn't even end up being rival, though. Yeah, so <laughs> she doesn't even stay your rival. Um, but apparently you can fight both of them if you do overly well on the exam. Not just passing, you have to, like, go above and beyond to be able to get those fights. And <laughs> apparently they're p- pretty easy, too. You just chuck bombs at them until they die the imagery of that is beautiful <laughs> just throw some bombs at them till they die which you've had plenty of you get plenty of experience making bombs in that game
3: good to know I'll apply my uh my gotcha force knowledge to that
2: chuck bombs and shoot lasers across the screen till everything dies
3: exactly
0: <laughs> uh Solomail you played control right
4: yeah, it's one of the games I've been replaying recently. Uh, I've also been like extensively like uh, trying out the Dolphin emulator, like more uh, oh, so cool. than I have before. So, like, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like one of the things that I probably have like a lot to talk about, you know?
0: <laughs> well, go ahead. What are
4: you playing? All on right, next? so uh, yeah, I'm playing on PC, and uh, I actually originally got a, a key for the Epic Games version with my previous graphics card that I bought. Um uh-huh. and so uh, the thing about the game is that it's actually like kind of like the crisis of uh of like the current hardware generation you know the there's console versions, but like the p s four version isn't exactly like uh up to like up to snuff with the p c version and the nintendo switch version is streaming only so yeah um and yeah like uh, basically it's uh it's a co- like a combination of uh, very sophisticated, uh, like, uh, pre-baked shaders and, like, uh, character models and uh, very impressive destruction physics with, like, the the ability to also, like, have ray-traced lighting on PC as well. So, yeah, it's, uh, like, turning everything on Ultra well, is basically like uh, doing Microsoft Light Simulator uh, on Ultra, you know? Yeah. But yeah, like uh, that's why it was also like one of the first to incorporate uh, deep learning super sampling, as well. What that uses, like uh, basically, it's um, it's a technique on with some PC games where like there's this AI that was tra- that's been trained with sixteen uh, K images of gameplay to try to figure out like how to denoise a smaller image when you upres it, basically, and. Uh, and uh, the original version of that didn't work all that great, but it was still impressive that it worked in real time and it Im- improved performance significantly. Um, but like, there was a lot of details that were just kind of crap, like uh, with like, like grading on bulletproof windows, and uh, this one person that has a very thin toupee looks bald from a, a distance, you know. And oh. uh, but. They basically like ironed out almost every significantly noticeable problem except for like lighting gradients, like in the, the most recent iteration of DLSS, which was like uh, something that I could really clearly notice when replaying it recently. And uh, but anyways, enough of the technical parts of it. Like the 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 reason that like I'd have I could potentially talk about it for like the entire rest of the podcast is because there's like it's like a it's like a game that really tries to push your imagination. In a way that's unique with uh, the concepts, uh, with concepts of uh, of culture and otherworldly interaction with like uh, the human humanities uh, subconscious. You know, it's it's all really interesting, and like in a, there's just like all these little eureka moments you get when you read a log, or like uh, hear someone say something and you start connecting some dots and you you come up with theories about the world itself. You know
0: cool yeah Yeah, i've uh, had it on my backlog a while i
2: just haven't gotten around to it that that's the same with me it's been (laughs) on my backlog for quite some time
4: really like that yeah my first piece of advice is to play it on pc and because like uh yeah i'm pretty sure that like uh i i it's been a long time since i heard about the ps4 version but it's like aside from having to aim with analog sticks you know you have you have the to deal with like the performance issues and uh like also like, also I, I currently have a 3060 in my computer, which is it's a pretty competent card, but it's definitely not top of the line. Um, so like uh, I actually I tried uh, ex- experimenting and comparing ray tracing off versus ray tracing on, and it doesn't take away a ton of performance, but like uh, compared to how it used to work uh, when it was first introduced, but it was significant enough that I figured. You know i should probably keep ray tracing off because uh it makes a difference from like running at 70 frames per second to running at over, well over 100 which is a uh, huge uh make which makes huge difference when like uh, you know snap aiming is uh is like the primary form of gameplay like from and basically every single like part of the combat like in this gameplay loop you know with like uh you know, with enemies you gotta like run out of the way of and like shoot while you're while you're moving and all that. So Dang. and yeah, I mentioned the destruction physics and it's like it's genuinely like really impressive, like just how like uh how I think like so like with the uh, like with stone railings, for example, like you can like pull a chunk out of it with your telekinesis abilities and it, it'll be incredibly act like um physically accurate. And then like you can like throw it back onto the railing and then like lob another chunk off in it like it's like uh it's uh it's really difficult for me to like describe it with it's, just words it's and not super demonstrating impressive
1: it. if you see it in action y- it's yeah I... yeah like
4: and also like bathroom door like bathroom stall doors like uh, they just put way too much effort into like the physics of bathroom stall doors like you can literally like shoot a, c- a circle of like uh of like chunks of wood around like uh <laughs> in a circle and then like uh and then, it, like, the remaining part will fall off at one, once it's all separated, and it's it all just works really, really well.
2: Yeah, it definitely does mm. sound like uh, something that I'd be interested in playing. Like, fortunately, never on my PC that I run now, I'd watch the poor thing melt. <laughs> if I wanted to run it competently.
4: Yeah, PC hardware is kind of a problem right now, with the availability.
2: yeah. I I have some upgrades in mind, but I can't get any except for uh, I can get the power supply I would need for nothing else.
3: That would be step one.
4: <laughs> yeah, and also 50 like more uh, to go. I think that there was like a uh, yep. I think that there was like a real like th- there was like a real like attempt at like um like a consistent vision with like the way the control tries to be photorealistic because it's not just for the sake of being photorealistic; it's also to mesh it with uh with like real like um, footage of real life actors you know like uh, oh,
1: yeah well like and... the the intro the, the tutorials and stuff for all live action
4: yeah like right? um well uh, not the tutorials but like uh uh there's like a uh, there's like a uh, like, uh, few shots in like the intro where there's like the real life uh actress that like the player character is modeled after like and uh there's like uh, one character that's like significant to the story that's only that only appears as a real life actor and nothing else you know, and so it's like uh if there's still a tiny bit of the uncanny valley with like uh with like uh facial movements you know and stuff, but it's like uh it's it's all really impressive like how it manages to like try to be like uh artistically consistent that way you know
0: it's cool yeah i'm a I'm really happy with the way this generation we've realized. I think we've gotten to the point where we can make as people as realistic as possible. Let's just start doing weird art styles, but still when they go for that hyper realistic style, it's always pretty damn impressive if they pull yeah, like it off the, well.
4: like the subsurface scattering on human skin in Devil May Cry 5 is just like straight like uh, it's just like uh like straight up like launching past the uncanny valley.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. It's black magic at this point.
4: Yeah, it's just it's just the so, the mag it's just the magic of like a proprietary engine, you know? So,
2: somebody yeah, for has sure. sold, somebody has sold their soul to the devil to get the uh graphics realistic as they are in some of these games.
1: Yeah.
0: Our I don't know. Is
1: impressive.
0: I don't know what they have leaking over at Square Enix, but their games always look gorgeous. <laughs> from that standpoint. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I don't know what their budgets are or anything <laughs> like that. But I just like, all right. you, you, Twice they have gotten me to buy games based on how pretty they looked. Twice I was burned and hated them.
3: <laughs> Ooh, Fascinating. Which games were they? Did
1: somebody, that? Did somebody um, buy Balan Wonderworld?
3: Oh, no. I, don't I tell
0: almost got Balan. <laughs> like i i was smart enough to jump off the trailer that was the second one um but the second final fantasy i ever tried was final fantasy 15 cuz oh. it both looked amazing and i had heard great things and i just <clears throat> i couldn't i couldn't
3: uh, it's <laughs> the it's go ahead
0: to this day the only final fantasy i have finished is the 7 remake i haven't I'm, even played 7 yet <laughs>
3: Final Fantasy XV is a surprisingly boring game.
0: I was off put by there was such inconsistency in the world building.
5: It's really like it's like
0: ah yes there are these just monsters roaming around, but yet like there's no walls on any of the cities.
3: Yeah, and there's cars and cell phones, but then there's this giant god. It's like
0: and everyone is just in a t shirt and jeans, like while the main characters are looking like that
2: the main characters look like they belong in a boy band, and everybody else is just like, oh my gosh, it's the prince and his goth entourage, because yeah, and no one else else is apparently allowed to wear that.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, speaking of RPGs, James, Super Mario RPG, I hear?
3: Oh yeah, this would be the second time I've played it in my entire life. My first time was in college when it came out at first on the Wee's e-shop and i was like hmm i've never owned that i've never known what this is let's give this a try i don't remember if i ever beat it but i did beat it this time uh during a twitch stream and i had some pretty helpful guides throughout it that helped me fight kulex uh that might have been a spoiler it's 20 years old just
1: i was gonna say i think people know he exists at this point
3: are you sure
1: <laughs> well i hope so if you don't alert i don't alerts. know if you
5: don't... uh
4: Shinra uh, isn't the real villain of Final Fantasy VII.
3: <laughs> Good what? to
4: know.
1: Wait, oh, you're going really to <laughs> more spoilers now?
3: <laughs> yeah, all the spoilers. <laughs> Bowser is the
5: bad guy.
3: Wait, what What <laughs> happened to the princess? No one knows. No one knows. She's, she's just gone. What?
1: So, so you were playing that, and you played that for what, like almost a week in your streams?
3: uh it's i'm not i think we had six parts so it would be about three weeks because mondays and tuesdays are yeah. usually that but i'm I'm a little surprised at how strong i was against all the bosses and all the supplies i had gotten because i don't think i had gotten any of that on my first college run through it <clears throat> so it was an incredible experience to be able to have that my one complaint about the whole game is the controls Because I've been spoiled by current-gen games and their use of control sticks, their snappy controls, the way they move and feel and look, and how I can move the camera. With Super Mario RPG, everything is turned 45 degrees, so it's incredibly difficult to land things. And I can't imagine having played this on the the SNES with a D-pad and having only those eight directions. I can't imagine how difficult that must have been
4: to play. That was a progenitor to uh, analog Wait. sticks where you had to treat it like it was an analog input by rolling your thumb over it, I guess.
1: Yeah, we, we didn't have anything else to judge it off of, so it was the greatest thing we'd ever played. And then realized very quickly, man, climbing these vines in Nimbus Land sucks.
2: It's... Or, or it's doing the awesome. uh, jumping up that wall of uh, yeah, There's any
1: troopers. Any complex platforming section in that game is terrible. The combat? Story? Fabulous. But we don't talk about getting between those places,
4: yeah, because I played it's through terrible. I played all the way through like Mario and, like the Marion Luigi and Paper Mario games, so like going back mm-hmm. to it is really jarring because of like how much less precise and like te- well telegraphed all the the like combat inputs are you know exactly
3: exactly exactly it was. <laughs> It was a fascinating experience, and I would gladly play it again in like two years when I've forgotten most of what happens and why I didn't like <laughs> it very much. But it, it's, it still holds up, I gotta say. It's a very fun game. Needs more Luigi.
0: Everything so in other, more
3: Luigi. in other words,
4: Paper Mario was the perfect follow-up?
3: Paper Mario is the only follow-up. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Except for Mario and Luigi.
3: We, we need a moment no. of silence there for uh, Alpha <laughs> Dream.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay, but hey, look like... on the bright
4: side. Maybe the, maybe uh, a future game of the series could be made by Next Level Studios.
1: We can only hope.
3: It's like you're screaming all of my dreams out on a podcast. Because I would love to hand all of Nintendo's secondary series to Next Level. Give them Mario Party. Give them Paper Mario. Give them Mario and Luigi series. Because they've already proven that they can shit gold with Mario and Lu- with uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 and 3
4: I really hope they make a punch out prequel you play as Stock Lewis rise in the ranks that'd be really cool
3: that would be great wow, and the good can- ending is him discovering chocolate
2: you guys uh, are <laughs> digging for the bottom of the barrel here of games Nintendo really needs to make here punch
3: even sequels box. prequels it doesn't matter just hand it all to next level let them do it they obviously can you can leave Fire Emblem to uh, Intelligent Systems. I, I have no idea yeah, if they do like, that well, uh, but whatever.
4: Actually, I can I can vouch for that. Like uh, Three Houses is literally my favorite game that currently exists on the Switch.
3: Exactly. They can obviously print gold, so let them have Fire Emblem and give Paper Mario to next level. To
4: That's- be fair, though they they actually split up development of Three Houses, where Intelligent Systems handled like basically like all the writing like uh for like all the different characters and like writing like the scenarios and they they got an entirely different studio to do the technical aspects and I think it was the same studio that helped with fire and Blood warriors as well Be- like mostly because like it kind of like uh, with like there's like um of like a mode where you can zoom in on the battle map and then you see like a uh, like you see like this uh, third-person view that looks a lot like fire and Blood warriors and you can even move around a character at super speed like like in that game too so anyways
1: Fire Emblem oh. Warriors. Irritable. Well, that pretty much sums up what we were all playing.
2: Uh... Oh, we have one yeah. more. So, Mel, how's Returnal been for you?
0: Uh Returnal is both amazing and, like, so frustrating at the same time. <laughs> what you have heard about that first biome being rough is true. Um... I don't play a ton of roguelikes. Like, I haven't even gotten around to playing Hades yet. I keep meaning to, but I haven't gotten around to it. The only roguelike I've played extensively is Binding of Isaac. But I love it, so works for me. Uh, I also don't play shooters. I am not a big shooter person. So obviously, Returnal was the perfect game for me to play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like I'm getting a hand the handle of it pretty quickly and that most of that comes down to the fact that uh the main character Celine controls so smoothly like she is quick, she turns on a dime. Uh the dash and the jump are a plus. Like I know there is a like a hook shot sort of thing in the game. I just have not gotten to that point yet. And I feel like the second I have that, it's just going to be flying all over the place. Um, but it, it's it been really good. The story is doled out very piecemeal, but that's what I expected from the way that the game is structured, especially since you're dying all the time. I, I've from what I've heard, there are like six biomes or something like that. Um, I have yet to beat the boss of the second. I just got to it for the first time yesterday.
1: Congratulations. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. it took
0: it took me forever to beat the first boss, and I think the issue with that is, is that they have their health bar, and you deplete it, and there's another one, and there's another and one,
1: like, like four or five health bars. You're like
0: the first died! boss has three health bars. It's the first one. Cut me a break.
3: <laughs> that seems ridiculous.
0: It yeah, it's the, brutal. Yeah, I feel like. My only real complaint gameplay-wise is that the bosses are just a bit too drawn out. Like, by the time I get halfway through, it's just, at this point, I am endurancing it.
3: At this point, take me. I don't care anymore.
1: Well, it's it's interesting because I know that the further you get, bosses, I know at least the first boss is optional. Yes. so...
0: From what I can, I I haven't, like I said, I haven't beaten the second boss yet, so I can't Mm -hmm. speak to the second, anything past that point. But the, after you get beat the first boss, you don't actually have to fight that boss again. Mm -hmm. Like you, the, there are some pickups that are permanent. Like when you find the sword, you have the sword from then on out, basically. Mm -hmm. And so when you get the key from the first boss that opens up the portal to the second biome, Mm-hmm. You can literally, like, if you run into that portal on your second room Good on go. your next run, you can go right through it. You don't even have to finish out the rest of the first biome, which oh, you're going to want to do because you need stuff.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> your bosses unlock, like, the big heavy things, like the super big upgrades and stuff.
0: Yeah, and um, there's there's, like, you know, your currency that you pick up over the course mm-hmm. of the Otherwise. thing, and then you spend it in the little shops. But then there's a second currency that's permanent that's uh I believe it's called ether. And yep. what it does is that persists round and round and you can use it for a couple of different things. You can use it to um
1: cleanse things. There
0: there yeah, there are like these cursed items that like have a chance that like when you pick it up it'll give you a malfunction that you have to do something to get rid of it. But mm-hmm. you can just if you think it's too much of a risk, you can cleanse the thing for like I think certain things it's three, certain things it's five. I'm sure it gets more yeah. expensive the deeper you get into the game. Yeah. Um. You can also use six of them to basically give yourself a revive at a specified mm-hmm. point. So, like, say I'm deep into the second area and I find the, like, the revival thing. If I die, I'll come back to that specific spot. Yeah. But you'll have lost certain things, but not others. It's kind of weird. I haven't yeah. done it because it's like, I'm not getting that deep into it. <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> and um, you can also use them when you very f- first get into a run. There's a little, right next to the first door, there's like a machine. And you can spend so many of your ethers and it will actually unlock a new item. Oh, cool. That you oh, get neat. right there at yeah, you get it right there at the start of your run, and then after that point, it can just show up in other runs. That's nice. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, the craziest thing to me is the way that... So your health bar isn't small, but it isn't huge either. It's just kind of average. and But there are certain items, you pick up three of them, and you can expand your health bar. And it doesn't expand by very much, and I felt kind oh, of cheated. Yeah, I felt kind of cheated. Like, I, I got all three. Why would not you expand I, more? I, I, I've seen how this works in Zelda. And... I, I'm
2: sorry, Mel. You wanted them to give you more than like one extra hit? It's not it doesn't even, that. even it's give you like, one
5: hit!
1: It would be like someone saying, hey, you're getting a raise at work, and it's like, they give you an extra chicken nugget in your meal. You're like, I can't even spend this! Like,
0: Yeah, I, I want to say it probably gives you somewhere between, like, 5 and ten percent more health not even yeah. it's like
1: it's like a, spit a in the sliver eye.
0: until i found out that if you pick up a regular health item that like restores health when you have full health it counts as one of those three charges oh oh which i thought that's a really good way to reward players who manage to not get hit early on
1: well there's that and there's the adrenaline system too isn't there
0: yeah there's like... also the the adrenaline system that for like however many you kill without getting hit. Like, it's like three kills, you go up a level, and at first it's, um, like slightly increased speed, or like it'll let you see, like stronger or something. Yeah, it'll let you see this little, like, glow if, like, there's a enemy behind a wall, so you know it's there before you go around the corner. Um, the biggest thing it gets is the second you hit five, it gives you a one-hit shield. Ooh. Yeah, so, but it doesn't restore that shield at all, so if you get hit once, then you lose it, it, and then another hit's gonna take away all your adrenaline. But the well. craziest thing with the health upgrade is the way you can cheese it in the first area, because if you go, make your way all the way back to your ship where you started, you can go inside it without ending your run, sleep, it'll restore your health, and then go back out and keep going. So if you are willing to take the slow <laughs> route, you can just keep running back there every time you get hit.
1: And just give yourself a better chance. Taking right. notes. so it's <laughs> like while you're
0: sitting through the going into the ship animation, the laying down and sleeping animation, coming back out of the ship animation, and it does not always restore all your health, so you might have to do all that twice <laughs> <laughs> if you got hurt bad enough.
1: Oh man, but it's I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's so beautiful too. Like the way that everything glows, and like the there's just something really pretty about the patterns at which the bullets get sprayed at you.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know
0: how to describe it, but like it's, I got it's like to the second one of those. Ir- like, sorry, go go go. Sorry, I got to the second area, and there was a so like there's these jellyfish looking ones in the first area. And in the second area, they have those, but now their heads are cubes instead of round. <laughs> and <laughs> it shot bullets at me. And it shot, like, a square of bullets. And it, it was like, ah, oh, yes, perfect, beautiful. Show me more.
1: So it's taken <laughs> it from Minecraft? It's, it feels like it's taken it from, like, like, the Toho Bullet Hell games. Like, those, like, just Japanese, and, a million thousand bullets there, on the screen. Listen, and, and something, something I, love games, I love those games, those, though. I love those games, though then you'll do great with Returnal. You should start playing it.
2: I I have to. <laughs> Listen, I gotta do Oi a- 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 Village first. Oi a- a- Village is first, fair. then I'll play That's Returnal. Fair.
3: That sounds like an excuse.
2: <laughs> it's not an excuse. It's a very valid reason to not
0: um, get beat up by the first biome One of my favorite yet. things. One of my favorite things is, okay, so like every time you die, you you get sent back to the beginning, right? And it shows like a quick little like, maybe five to ten seconds, depending on which one you get. There's, like, there's several of them, which is nice. It's not the same thing every time. Uh, animation of Celine crashing down. And then there are, like, four different positions she can wake up in. Like, she can wake up laying on the ground or, like, slumped up against the ship. And sometimes you'll wake up in the ship. And so you have to, like, do the little animation to get out of the ship and stuff. But uh-huh. that gives you the opportunity that you can without having to like go into the ship to do it, you can look at your stats, and it tells you how long you've been playing and how many times you've died. And oh. I don't like looking at the died <laughs> number. <laughs> I really don't.
1: I I felt that a lot, because I, I reviewed Hades last year, and that same idea you're looking at was like, hey, I finally beat the game. Oh, this is run 71. Oh, it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my first victory. Oh. Right, oh, like, no. it feels so
0: good at the game until you don't. Oh yeah, I
2: I don't look at those stats when I play games like that. I'm just here to have a fun time, guys.
3: You gotta actively close your eyes when you look at those.
2: I actively <laughs> close my eyes when they flash them on screen too. <laughs> it's like the end of Kingdom
3: Hearts, you're just you just close your eyes. Like I beat it a hundred percent. To me, I don't know what the game is saying. <laughs>
0: for returnal I am here for a good time not a long time <laughs> as you as you get blasted
2: the second you leave your ship <laughs> yep oh yeah yeah
0: i i was so frustrated i had um an item that for whatever level of ad- my adrenaline was every time i hit something i had a chance to get that much health like that percentage of health back And so I went into the second boss fight with like a 2.3 adrenaline Mm -hmm. level. And it was great because my health was like half. And then I started blasting it and my health, it just ticked up. And it was like, ah, (laughs) and then I got hit. And suddenly my adrenaline was zero and I was no longer recovering any health (laughs) every time I hit it. And that happened when I was halfway through the second of three health bars. I died oh. halfway through the third health bar. That it was sucks. awful.
2: <laughs> uh, it sounds that like makes a me wild more to play. It's good, it, though. I recommend it. it. It's a lot of fun. I don't know. It makes me more excited to play. I'll have to squeeze some time in to pl- start it this weekend. I it, mean, man.
0: the biggest downside it has, though, which I really hope that they do um some kind of update is the issue of the saving
1: uh-huh. um
0: there there is been... none like <laughs> even...
1: oh yeah that's right it uses like the the sleep function as you're saying yeah
0: so in most roguelikes you can shut down the game and come back to it like even when i play binding of isaac if i get halfway through a run and i have to do something else i can close the game out entirely and it'll drop me, like, when I come back in, like, at the room I was last in, or, like, at the start of the level or something like that, right? And so, like, it is possible to stop in the middle. You cannot do that with Returnal. Like, if you s- turn the game off, when you boot it up next, you will be at the start of a brand new loop. And from what I hear, if you go full run, your runs can last, like, four hours. Yeah.
4: Oh, and I thought that so, jail was bad. Uh-huh. And
0: so they say, just, oh, just put it in sleep mode, and your run will be waiting there oh. for, for there for you the next time you come back. But that, you lose it if the game is updating, you lose it if you have a power outage, you lose it if you have someone else who uses the system who plays another game. Yeah. Like, I, it, they need to patch something in. Um, so and you know I understand that like that Majora's is a deal breaker for some people.
5: Yeah.
2: That's actually think, really bad, yeah. in my opinion. I just... Because I like Binding of Isaac being able to just jump back into the run I was doing, and like that. it seems a binding like of such Isaac a run will be
0: like forty minutes.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it sounds like I, such um, a standard. Like Twenty-five. Such a standard. Yeah, like, for the that, genre.
4: like uh, yeah, like the reason that like the that like aggressive auto saving exists in roguelikes to begin with is because like they don't want you to like exit if something terrible happens and you want to undo it, you know?
2: Or lose a right. run to a power outage
0: right yeah that too I think we all know this go ahead the craziest thing to me is the people who are like oh but that's the way the game is intended to be made and who are fighting actively fighting against getting this temporary save when you turn the game off in the game and I'm like this does not make you a hardcore gamer it just means you are disrespectful of the fact that other people cannot sit down for four hours straight sometimes and every time they put the console in sleep it is a risk
3: the
5: song maybe, for the auto-save sleeping is you're the auto-save. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, like, there are distinct rooms. If it just, like, makes something temporary every time you go into a room, and, like, if you die, it disappears. It shouldn't be that hard to... Well, I, I don't know programming, but, like, it shouldn't be that hard of a sell to players yet for some people, it's like this point of pride. It's a single player game. No one's coming for your leaderboard score, honey.
3: (laughs) Can you name an adult, you know, right now that can sit down for an active four hour gaming session and play through this type of game all the way through in a complete run without having to get up and do something to be an adult, to go to a bathroom, to get food, to do something that doesn't involve them Not just sitting, playing this game. Can you think of an adult person you know that can do
4: that? I mean, someone stuck in a hospital bed, probably.
1: I can do it, but not without neglecting my family. Evil point right there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I tend to play most of my games after my roommate's gone to bed because I am working from home, so I can get basically get up whenever I want, whereas she's a teacher, so she has, like, to get up at 7 a.m. So I'm usually up to, like, yeah. 2 a.m. anyway. So she goes to bed, and I have, like, 2 to 3, maybe sometimes even 4 hours where I can sit there and play. But that's still a big ask if your yeah. run is that long. And that also assumes I'm going to get it in my first try. And let's be honest, if I'm booting up the game after not playing for a while, I am not going to get it on my first try.
1: Yeah. Uh, Auto really saves are important, kids. Well, here's yeah, hoping so... that gets fixed. I know they've done a couple of fixes so far, so hopefully that's one of them Yeah, too.
0: they've done a couple of updates, and, like, the first time they didn't warn people that there was going to be an update, and a bunch of people lost their run because they updated, so now they're actively being like, fair warning, we're updating tomorrow, turn off auto-updates if you have them on. Mm-hmm. Um, but what a for...
3: fucking, a... go ahead, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it was bad, people were very upset, but Mark seems to be, like, listening to what people are saying, which... I take as a good sign that we will eventually see something pack- patched in, but if not, it's it could be a deal-breaker for a lot of people, and I completely understand that.
1: Yeah, for sure.
3: I like this decade of the roguelite and the Light containing the autosave function, and then Returnal comes out like, nah, we don't need it. We're good. <laughs> well,
0: even the original rogue had an autosave, like a temporary for when you shut it off. Yeah.
1: It's a so crucial like, function to having a game like
0: that. Yeah, it is necessary. <laughs> you need it's this.
3: Incredibly necessary.
0: All right, you guys want to get into the news? Yeah,
2: I think the that news. covers everything yeah, sure. everyone's been
0: playing. Yep. Uh, so first I have on our list of news topics, Sony and Discord are partnering up. So honestly... It obviously... looks, like just,
4: uh, looks like just PlayStation integration.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's still... from what I've seen they look like they've made some level of financial investment into Discord as well. Uh that's, but we can sense. now assume that the uh Microsoft buyout did not end well. Well they
2: uh that that's probably why I pointed to this article to begin with. Um it just came out of the blue that they decided to be an independent company and then to partner with Sony instead of being bought out by Microsoft. Granted I'm glad they weren't bought out by Microsoft, because Microsoft has ruined almost every other thing they got their hands on. Recently.
0: Right, and I, I think, <laughs> I think Discord remaining independent and just getting like a little investment from companies here and there in return for like figuring out an integration for them or something is ultimately better for people who use Discord.
1: I'm I'm curious to see what the integration is going to be. Like, I'm assuming it would be something like. Like clip sharing or something like that, because I don't look at an I don't look at a PlayStation and say, That's more convenient than my phone or a computer. So I'm curious what the, the extent of that integration is gonna be.
4: And even I if mean, it, it, it really would be, be handy like, if it was an in, in integrated form of voice chat, you know?
1: That would be nice. That'd that be would, really
2: nice. That would be real nice.
0: I'm I'm thinking that's probably what we're gonna see. I there might be some level of text feature functionality if they like create a Discord app on the PlayStation as well. But uh, I don't see that being the most used feature if it happens. Yeah,
2: I don't see a Discord app actually doing anything for the PlayStation that PlayStation isn't already doing, so it has to be something...
4: I mean, it would be an easier way to stream, you know? Stream to, like, one or two people. Oh, that's a good point.
2: Well, that's true. Private streaming.
0: I, I mean, I could easily see it being... I know that people have complained about Sony's voice chat in the past. This could be them deciding this company has it together. What if we just partner up with them and have them fix our shit for us, basically?
1: Smart.
2: I mean, that, also is, that is also not a bad call on Sony.
0: It's just I like how say... gamers are the new QA testers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, I uh, think we should. I buy say... the pre-alpha version and also buy the merchandise I'm selling for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I thought we'd hear more about it at E3, but then I remembered that Sony's not going to be there.
2: Yeah. So maybe,
1: um, maybe if this is, like, a precursor to having, like... Well, I mean... Let's be honest. When did Konami release games?
2: You know, when Konami, them, Konami, yeah. make, <laughs> Konami makes one game a year, and that's and it. That, that, that's all they do. They're and a gambling company. Yeah, they're a gambling company <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, um
0: but I, I find it funny that they felt the need to announce something that nobody expected. So the I do
2: have a concern with the Discord Sony partnership. And that sure. would be account security because that's why Facebook integration is no longer a thing on Sony cuz there were account security issues and exploits people oh, were doing that's right. through that's the Facebook integration system. So I have the same concern now if they do a Discord integration, how secure is Discord's servers,
1: really? Well, but here's here's the difference, though, I think, on that, though. If someone breaks into my Facebook account, they have access to a lot more of my personal information and photos. If they break into my Discord, they're certainly going to get a lot of memes that I posted, but I don't think it's, like, my security information.
3: Maybe they're after the memes.
2: <laughs> maybe you no, maybe you post quality memes so that's just my only main concern with it like I think it's a great partnership for them I hope that partnering with discord fixes their voice party system in some way because god do is that little... awful
3: do you want a little irony added onto that during this podcast discord did crash
2: oh
5: very it nice did?
3: yes it did Oh. would I was being texted by one of my friends in another Discord, being like, "Yo, Discord's down." It's like, okay, I, well, I can't do anything <laughs> about it, but thanks.
2: It it also <laughs> hasn't done it for us, so
0: fingers crossed. Fingers
3: crossed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, something will show up.
0: Well, on another side of Sony news, on PlayStation another, Five no, has know. beaten four's sales record for like similar span of time. In a no, so like made, in the so.
2: yeah, yeah, it's because they've literally been able to sell every one have made available. As Impressive someone who's a shell.
0: secure one, hell yeah. Uh,
2: I, I, <laughs> Solo, I'm sorry, Solo, though, I you caved and about... bought a Scalper console. I, I apologize.
1: So, Solo, you were saying that they're gonna plan on making even more consoles now that they're like limiting the silicon they're putting inside the shells
4: yeah about the yeah the news story that uh like that someone else brought up uh yeah like um like uh that like according to the article like uh, the like the the like a newer vision would probably be exists mostly to streamline the outward design to make it easier to uh, easier to produce and ship and all that so like i'm yeah like i'm guessing that they won't like nerf the insides because like that would cause like a whole lot of problems with like uh software developed and currently being developed specifically yeah. for it mm-hmm. um so like uh you know
1: I and mean, especially where i'm hearing the games like returnal and resident evil village are kind of pushing the ps5s so yes. that would be yeah, a it seems huge like it. blow if they're saying it's like it's like ninety percent as strong. You're like you're having a hard time with what you currently have, and it's only been a year. Like,
0: yeah. So uh, I, I think
1: it's probably just going to be something cosmetic.
0: Returnal is definitely pushing it because th- there is that like little cutscene that is at the beginning of each loop, which theoretically you're like, ah, yes, this is the bit where it's doing all the things to like make my new run. Uh, but you can skip that cutscene, so. It's working pretty freaking quick.
4: Yeah, that would that would be due to the SSD, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's, they're not gonna tech. try to nerf that because, like, they integrated that's the, the they integrated the SSDs like uh, into like like proprietary like uh, firmware in the operating system itself. So if they change something about the SSD, then that would be a lot of headaches for them,
1: right? Especially when that's your entire selling point for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. It's like it loads a little bit slower, it's like that wait a minute like <laughs> like, right. the
4: like it's there's like a really big advantage to having a console with an s s d because unlike p c you know you don't have like the potential variants of like all these different models with like different mm. amounts of like uh like with different variants of like possible speed within those models uh like according to like thermals and storage space remaining and all that like you have a lot more consistency so developers can. We'll always know they have like a certain amount of bandwidth to work with so they can actually like tailor make like like uh like short loading times, you know, like like they demonstrated with Rift Apart.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I think it's probably it wouldn't be, be the first time. I be
1: good. Sorry. Yeah.
0: It wouldn't be the first time we've seen Sony like release their console and then like realize the the logistics of full-scale production and then scale things back i mean yeah, the pretty. playstation 3 had a lot of variation mm-hmm. especially right away they there was like a couple of ports they dropped and they slimmed the thing down i don't think we're gonna see yeah. a slim right it makes away sense.
4: it made a lot of sense for them to do that with the ps5 because it was like like super like experimental like out there hardware that like people didn't understand It had like two strong cores and like six weak cores you know and and it cost like 599 US dollars, famously. So, yeah. yeah uh,
0: <laughs> Sony was riding high on their hubris during that generation. They, the, uh, it was basically, they'll pay for it.
2: Well, yeah. that Sony turns around and releases like a $600 console. And they're like, oh, people are going to buy it. And there are people that did. I, I still have one that's backwards compatible. But uh, when they went for the redesign, it's literally the first thing they cut was like the $150 chip that made the system backwards compatible. was like right. the first thing they cut from the PlayStations. PlayStation. Which, yeah,
4: that's yeah, what people say. Was, like They say, you know, like uh, backwards compatibility, it's a thing that everyone wants, but no one uses.
5: <laughs> yeah. Hey, I um, used it.
4: <laughs> yeah, and well, we're all no one.
0: <laughs> if we're going to hop over the opposite side of the fence, Microsoft picked up their own partnership this past week with Limited Run.
1: <laughs> mm. this leads to a funny story but I yeah. literally just heard so, that
4: Limited Run existed like a week ago, so
1: I've been, I mean it, Limited Run was a thing that was news to me as of last year, finding out about like the Switch core when people were just like, gotta have physical copies of everything, there's a market for it which makes sense, and I mean Microsoft could certainly used that to say like, hey Limited Run is gonna take care of our Halo Infinite collection, they're gonna do our cool like helmets or whatever they're gonna do this time, but it's a weird partnership cuz it's not like like Discord which seems like it's a pretty functional thing but Limited Run is like is this kind of like Microsoft buying a bunch of studios that people still think are worth the money or is it is it going to be something that will make something cool that people will want
0: Well the weirdest thing to me about it is that Limited Run is a pretty like they're successful but they're still pretty small scale Mm -hmm. And it sounds like Microsoft basically wants to use them for their distribution if I'm reading things right. Which is weird to me because Microsoft is a big company with a lot (laughs) of money. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I mean... And Microsoft also seems to want them to prioritize their stuff, their market, over other markets. If I was reading that article correctly, I think I was. It was one of the Concerns the co-founder of Limited Runs brought up about the deal, but nothing solidified with that yet. But it sounds like Microsoft wants Limited Runs to prioritize like Xbox releases over releases. Right, and I could understand.
0: I could understand if it was like here is this small indie that Microsoft has supported, which they've done in the past, like. Mm-hmm. they brought unravels in front of everyone and they've had like a lot of these games that's like the the digital stuff that they prop up if they wanted to do a limited run for that makes total sense to me but if they want them to handle halo microsoft you have the money just do it yourself
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah really so i'm i'm interested to see if maybe around E3 they talk about this because the thing that microsoft loves doing above all else is bragging about big things they bought
5: Mm -hmm. and so
1: they'll probably be like we bought (laughs) not like Bethesda happened or anything Um, but I mean it'll be interesting to see if they're like hey you probably saw that we partnered with Limited Run here's what we're doing and maybe it's like a super cool collector's edition of Ori and the Will of the Wisps or maybe it's something that they're doing like that but yeah it doesn't make sense if it's going to be them saying we're doing a collector's edition of that through Limited Run to which they're saying we're running out of a garage like Uh, (laughs) you can't handle this. So, I don't know. I'm interested to see where that goes.
0: Right. I I think it's one of those things where we just kind of have to wait and see how it turns out. There's no Mm -hmm. really telling what's going on behind the scenes from our perspective right now. Uh, It's
1: going to be interesting to see what that first release is.
0: And if we want to complete the trifecta of the big game companies, we did have a Nintendo news in that Game Builder Garage is happening.
5: Yeah, it's been
0: about it's been freed from the shackles of Lobo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, I don't free. know. It's I don't know. It still looks like something that might belong to a Lobo project.
1: My given the, my favorite the, response the I've seen to this so far is you made the comment earlier, Mel, about it's like, well, aren't aren't game testers QA? And it's like Nintendo just said. Shut up, you're making games now. <laughs> like, they do your already own did job
0: that now. with Super Mario Maker.
1: Yeah. I know, but now they're like, make your own everything. I don't quit asking us for stuff. You make, want, listen, own... if
2: you want it, just make, make it, it already. It. <laughs> Stop bothering us.
0: Or just
4: play F Zero GX on Dolphin. Oh no, wait, don't do that, please. <laughs> I
0: mean I'm curious to what the extent of the features are gonna be. Like, I mean, how how in-depth of a uh, game maker is this going to
2: be? There were some interesting things I saw in the Nintendo page and in the trailer I'd like to mention. Sure, go for it. First, it's gonna support mouse, a mouse, a USB Which mouse, cool. that you plug into your Switch dock. Mm-hmm. Uh, second... You're gonna be able to tear up, tear into other people's games that you download, which was interesting. You can that. throw those games into freelance mode, which is what they call the free creation mode of making oh. your own stuff, and you can look at what other people did to make their games.
4: So now you, they're introducing kids to the concept of like uh, of like digging through other people's code.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so they, theft. they they really, they really are though. They're like. Yeah, if you really like this game, uh, they're encouraging you to look at it to learn some tricks to do things better. Um, but my immediate thought was that's code theft if I take it and put it directly how they did it, right? <laughs> like <laughs> that's just Hey kids, here's
3: theft. a new concept. It's called theft.
2: <laughs> just, Play just, just take this game that's doing what you want to do in your game and steal what they did, and just plug it in. I'm sure it will work. Uh, but I you think you also. i I love nintendo's push towards creation tools Mm -hmm. i really hope we see more of this in the future and that other developers get behind it i know sony did dreams but let's be honest nobody bought dreams it kind of flopped dreams
0: Uh, has a dedicated community but is a very small community
2: (laughs) Listen, if I we'll did not basically if season. I didn't basically need like the PlayStation Move controllers to effectively use it, I'd be fine with Dreams, but all I ever used Dreams for was to play other people's stuff.
4: I mm-hmm. guess it just didn't have the mascot platformer appeal as like a little big planet, you know.
1: Yeah, and I think my my big hope for Game Builder Garage is that it looks very similar to other big programs like game maker and things you can buy on your pc that are a lot more powerful so if anything this will be a good way for them to say hey we gave you some basic tools look for something that's a little bit stronger and we'll teach you in a really easy basic simple way how to make bigger stronger things cuz that's my hope that yeah, that's like, cool, super too. cool
4: yeah like it's one good. of the uh, like one of the big like obstacles to game design and programming in general like when someone like when a when someone wants to know more about it is just like the sheer like massive cliff of like learning all of the fundamentals you know and then you have like cliffs that's like uh go that's re- like go past to that you know so right. like uh it's cool that nintendo is trying to make something that'll genuinely like make it easy to learn
1: fundamentals right because i remember that was good good
0: uh, depending on how this turns out, we could be seeing basically the baby's first game maker for the next generation <laughs> of developers,
1: yeah, and I think, and because remember this was Labo had this with like their labo garage, which I mm-hmm. kind of makes a lot more sense now that they're making this thing, but it was um, I had no idea how to use it because I'm like, sure, you can make your labo do stuff, but this seems like way too intense for what I want to do, but this seems like a much smarter way to jump into that and a lot. Easier to start,
0: right? And by making it it its own thing, I will suspect that there's going to be a lot more tutorials in it that teach mm-hmm. you more bit by bit than one of the the, the, the trailer.
2: Game. The trailer really showcases that there is going to be a story mode that would teach you to make all <laughs> different kinds of games. So
0: It's so cute.
2: I'm excited That's to get so my cute. hands on it just to see that, and I probably will buy it when it comes out. I can't imagine I'll make anything good on it. Kevin, you're making saying, that fighting game,
1: right? I am. Apparently, I, I yeah, am going yeah. to be given, and as as far as I know, I am in charge of reviewing that when that comes <laughs> out. And um, I'm curious to see what comes out of it.
2: Well, I'll so, have to download it when it's done. You just let me know. They do showcase a fight. They do showcase a fighting game
1: in the announcement they trailer, did, which is that's why I brought it. Yeah. Up. I mean, thirty bucks is a great way to start off. So I'm yeah. in.
0: Yeah, also super reasonable. They're not pricing it a whole bunch of people out at a, dropping it at 60 mm-hmm. which is yeah. really nice. Um,
3: Game maker guy for Smash. I'm
1: going to say <laughs> control stick with eyeballs for Smash.
0: Yes. Um, Sony trademarked Sunset Overdrive. Did anyone see that? That
4: was a real shocker.
2: I did, and I'm wondering how they did it, because wasn't that a Microsoft exclusive or something? So how exactly did Sony get it?
0: It was a Microsoft exclusive, but I believe that Insomniac retained the rights to it, and Sony bought Insomniac.
2: Well, that just probably means they're going to do something with it.
0: I would not be surprised if within the next year we see an announcement that, like, a port or an enhanced edition is coming to PlayStation. I
2: don't want either of those. I want a damn sequel, Sony. (laughs) It's time... We have enough ports of Sunset Overdrive. The Steam port is fine. <laughs> Give me a sequel. You can even make it yeah, exclusive like, to your platform. Give me a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> just please is,
4: at, hire some new writers for the jokes this time, please. Yes.
0: <laughs> My I big concern l- I love the is that Insomniac though. has a very full plate right now. Because they're doing Ratchet and Clank, and presumably they're working on another Spider-Man game because that's incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. And it both games have sequel keys well, to Hell and Back, so uh, I'm worried yeah. about them spreading themselves a little too thin if they're expected to make another Sunset Overdrive as well.
2: So then Insomniac just provide the overseeing staff and have another company that Sony owns handle it. Yeah. Own, I mean, you, Sony owns a handful. The Naughty
0: studio games. is free.
3: <laughs> yeah, give it to, give it to limited run games. They'll they'll go well with
1: it. <laughs> it's good. It's real good.
0: Um, Kevin, you had me put this on the list. The eighty dollar Among Us button. <laughs>
1: okay, so this is hilarious. So limited run after like, the day they get announced for Microsoft, that are just like, by the way, we're releasing a physical copy of Among Us. And I'm like, okay, how much is Among Us for consoles? Five bucks. Why is this $80? So it comes with, I think it's three copies of the game? But it doesn't say what the platform for the physical
2: edition is.
1: I'm assuming you would pick that whenever you buy it. So if you wanted to get a physical copy for Switch, they probably have a version, or whatever you want to do. This is on everything now. And so, like, but it comes with the $60 button. And it's a button that you push, and it makes the emergency meeting button. But that's it; it doesn't connect to the game to be like, I need to push the emergency button, and it works. It's not functional. It's How long just...
0: until someone connects it to the game, though?
4: I give probably it probably never points. because uh, because like <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, like if you wired like the ins something from the insides to, I don't know that that probably be. I don't know, it sounds if, beyond like uh, reasonable, if, like levels. If
1: I've like seen people that. play, I've seen people play Dark Souls with potatoes. People can make this thing work. I want yeah, it, probably like, uh, will, and it'll be great for like a YouTube video, and everyone will go, "Wow, they actually did that!" And they I, remember that they paid sixty bucks for a I, button. I've seen people I mean, like <laughs>
4: I'd buy it if I had, if I had, <laughs> if I had just a bit more money and it's a place to put it. I would definitely buy it.
2: <laughs> I I've seen people I've seen people like big up cantaloupes says, "Controllers for rhythm games. Like, yeah. Don't underestimate a community. If somebody really wants to link this button up to the game, it's gonna happen.
1: Like, it's just eighty dollars for a game I can get free on my phone. Like, all right, but you, you know what? But That's you gotta what watch. That's you what gotta w- do.
2: You gotta watch ads on your phone,
1: which okay. can boot you out of game lobbies. Okay, that'll be ten seconds and a button push. Just saying.
4: Or five dollars on Steam." <laughs>
1: Oh, five bucks on Steam. I don't need to spend $80 on on a button.
0: I have no interest in picking it up, but it's great for the meme.
1: It's it's absolutely 100% the best meme. That product exists for somebody. Yeah, there's
4: so many high effort Steve Gunner stuff.
2: It it sounds like it exists for Solo to buy if he had the room for it. (laughs) It exists for somebody out there.
1: Uh, $80. I will never forget this.
0: What is the most pointless collectible you've ever seen? Hmm.
2: <laughs> Mel's portal gun? Probably all them. Mel's expensive portal gun?
4: I hey, saw don't someone that is an odd
2: We've been, we've been over this already. It, it, it's, it's, just cause I'm, it's just because I'm jealous, Mel. It's just because I'm jealous. <laughs> I would put that thing on a shelf in a heartbeat if I could find one.
0: Um, hold on. Right here. I know the audio listeners won't be able to hear it but i do have my oh, nice. oh. it's a puppet it's so cute oh, adorable. Yeah, it's like a
4: furby but it's better because it's movie reference
0: yes <laughs> um okay so last two things we have kind of flow into each other so let's start with the smaller one of the two um walmart had a cloud service that they were trying to pitch to epic games that clearly fell through
3: so what you're saying is right here in the audio recording as you're editing this you want the loudest laugh track you can fucking find
0: (laughs) i mean Uh. i'm not surprised walmart tried it but I I'm surprised don't think any through. of us would have expected it to go well. We've seen what happens when these companies that are not primarily gaming companies try and move their way into the space. Sometimes it goes really well, like with Microsoft, and sometimes it ends up like Stadia. So- oh. Well, <laughs> we don't talk about
2: Stadia anymore. It's probably going to go up on the Google Graveyard site in about a year.
3: You know what we talk about even less than Stadia? Amazon Luna. You're right, you're right.
4: I know one thing you need to talk about less than that, though. Deep cut. Hmm. Fantasy World Dizzy.
1: Wait, what?
5: Uh
4: Uh-oh. Yes, we obviously do, because I have no idea what
1: that is. (laughs) What is that?
4: Really, really old game that also really sucked. Anyways. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, oh, you want a blast from the past? You want a blast from the past? The Ouya.
4: Love that thing.
1: All oh, eight yeah. games for that were so good. No, it, it it's the
3: it's the stupidest thing you could ever buy for ninety dollars. Except the button. <laughs> and, hey, do you
4: like <laughs> playing games on your phone? Well, I bet you like them even more if you couldn't play them on your phone.
3: Exactly. That's its whole point. It was. It, I <laughs> wish I had bought one because it's so stupid. It would have been a focal point in my house. I have an Ouya. <laughs> And then people would leave, being like, "This guy has no one, no idea. He
1: obviously money. must not be talked to." <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, so going back to like what we're actually talking about with Walmart, I mean, like they did the whole thing with what was it Voodoo? Walmart's like movie service. If you buy a movie at Walmart, you can like get it streamed to this other thing. Yeah, something like, like that. That became a giant hub? because yeah, because you can just <laughs> it's it's not they tried to move into a space that was already crowded with better services. So I'm curious what their pitch was and how hard Epic laughed them out now, of the room now the problem as their own gaming service. I like, mean, considering, uh, no.
0: considering it's like part of public record through court documents, I'm sure that people are going to do all sorts of deep dives into like what information we have. Mm-hmm. Um it seemed like it was mostly a handful of emails but I wouldn't be surprised as as we get further into the trial that's happening we start getting more information because mm-hmm. the other big thing that's happening is the Apple versus Epic trial is finally making arguments mm-hmm. and we are getting so many behind the scenes oh. documents and paperwork Some it's juicy amazing bits. Um I just want to because I have the numbers pulled up go over my favorite bit of information that's come out of this. Wow. So, you know how epic was giving out all those free games for a while back? Yeah. yeah. Um so we got the numbers on how much they paid for some of these games to be uh free on their thing for uh for however long it was and how many people they got new accounts as a result mm-hmm. of those games, meaning we know how much they paid for each person. user. Yeah, user, user attention. Yes. And sometimes it would be like they paid a buck seventy-four, which not great, but not awful. But then there's Celeste. Celeste. They paid the developer three quarters of a million dollars to give this game away. It was downloaded a total of 2.7 million times, but only 62.5 thousand of those were new, meaning that they paid $12 per new user.
4: (laughs) So they basically almost
2: paid... They basically paid almost full price for Celeste at
0: this They paid retail price! (laughs)
2: Yes! (laughs) To get get you on their platform, to give you the game. And that might be the only game you play. Uh, I think I've only actually bought in... Two games off the Epic store. Cause I bought Oblitz. Uh, but I don't remember the other one. But I'm pretty sure I've only actually bought in two. And then the rest of yeah. my library is the games they yeah. give out for
0: free. From what it seems, there are a man. lot of people who just got the free things and that's it. But we do know that they made a bank off of Borderlands 3's exclusivity. Oh yeah. Because they as much did. as people bitch and moan. They wanted Borderlands now. And they
2: wanted it. I didn't
4: it. want to buy it, but I ended up doing it because a friend had it.
2: And they wanted it on their PC at launch, and they didn't want to wait for Steam to get it.
0: Right, how they did didn't they want to wait for Steam when no one was talking about it anymore.
2: How much did so they how pay?
1: Much did that... yeah, how much
2: did they well, pay they didn't for didn't give... on that? They crazy. didn't give that for free,
1: did they? They didn't give that away, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So that was something you had to buy at full price. But still, that's yeah. that's powerful. It's a big move.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy, all this stuff we're finding out about them, which is both interesting and it's kind of crazy, some of the arguments that are getting made. Has anyone looked at any of this stuff?
1: The only one that I know is that there are notifications, there are notices in there talking about Samus potentially being a playable character in Fortnite.
0: Yes, which that, that never was... came through.
4: I mean, I'd I'm be honestly un- really happy if that happened. I mean, like, uh, like considering that, like the, the Metroid series is, like, uh, like lar- largely ignored and like uh, Samus existing as like a cameo in like biggest, like one of the biggest games that currently exists. You know, to bring more attention to that would, so like, I, I don't see that being a bad thing.
1: We're talking Nintendo here. Yeah, it want to touch Nintendo is so
0: protective of their IP, though, that it doesn't yeah, ever surprise since the that didn't happen. Um, we've seen some arguments that one of Apple's big arguments in this lawsuit is that Sony basically does the same thing that Apple does in having their kind of walled garden approach to things. Um, mm-hmm. So why are you suing us but not suing Sony? And that's their <laughs> argument. Like, if you're suing us, you should be suing them. So what's different about them? Hey, they're next. Princess,
1: you have so much more money than they do. <laughs> uh,
2: well, because of the Apple and Epic trial, there is a class action lawsuit against Sony right there now. Is. And it's oh, wow. all because of this trial. I, I shared this uh the other day in chat, and I told Mel I would like to mention it. And she's yeah, like, well, it's... it's because of the Epic Epic trial. I'm like, great, we well, are already yeah, discussing it, that? it
0: definitely is because of that. It's not a company suing them. I believe it's like some individual kicking off this class, class action, action suit, suit, right?
2: About, yeah, about, it's an individual that was basically motivated by Apple and Epic fighting each other to be like, hey, Sony, why can't I buy games, digital games, on any storefront for your system but yours? Because cool. Sony about I think it was either two or three years ago, pulled all digital products off of other storefronts. So the only way you could like get it. Amazon was, and yeah, and so the only way you could get it was from them. Huh. So yeah, I'm I I don't know I don't know I've if it's to gonna go out. anywhere. I really don't. I just thought it was I, really I don't know interesting.
0: Either. I believe Sony's response would probably be, yeah, you can't buy the digital at other storefronts, but you can buy the physical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which... but, they, but, all they,
2: but all they have to argue is, but you have digital-only editions at your consoles. Right. Holy
3: shit, that's it... a fantastic
2: argument. Well, it is. Uh, it means they have a monopoly <laughs> on all purchases for the digital edition of their consoles. And... Man, yeah. technically they shouldn't be able to have that so we'll see how it goes i mean yeah. that's, a, that's a good argument i'm, I, that's I'm definitely going to be following this if it goes anywhere i'll let you guys know and we can talk about it some more but right now all it was was it was filed um, yeah it's
0: cool. super early stages, and, uh, and they're looking for other on.
2: they're looking for other people to get behind it pretty much <laughs> And
1: I am following That's the all Apple
0: the news topics I had if anyone had anything else. No,
1: nothing big happened today.
0: Alright. So. Then I think we can wrap up for the evening. Does okay. everyone want to say where they're at on Twitter so whoever listens can find them?
1: Uh, sure. sure. Also, I'm Kevin. I'm a SML captain. Uh, you can see me whenever I post the yesterday's news tonight. And find me there.
2: I'm Greg. Uh, you can find me at bris underscore pit. I usually share everything that we put out there, so follow me for a lot of articles game news
3: I'm James you can follow me at jfarbs I'm extremely annoying on twitter
4: yes he is uh, I don't have a twitter account but I have a pretty cool soundcloud it's pretty easy to find. just look up solo mail or probably just necrodancer or cave story because I kind of glut my, like, my entire account with those so far
1: SoundCloud. I'm so never proud of you, Have a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's Twitter. Twi-
4: like it's too bad I never had a tweet that blew up, so I could use that. You know, <laughs>
3: never get a Twitter and have that be like the staple you have every single time. Just uh follow my my SoundCloud.
4: Yeah, just just like, or alternatively, when whenever there's like uh, whenever there's like an entry for like to put in my Twitter account, I just put in my SoundCloud link instead. Exactly. <laughs> Just follow that
0: stuff. And And I'm Mel, and my Twitter is at Mel Curtis, all one word. I got lucky enough that I was able to grab my name. And then, of course, there is the website Twitter, which is BDG underscore UK. So that's where you can find all of us, and we will see you next time.